Welcome to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast presented by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, April Stearns. Each week for the next year, you'll hear an essay from our book read by the author. Igniting the Fire Within is a collection of stories of healing, hope, and humor, offering an insider's view into today's young breast cancer community. We compiled 50 essays for people diagnosed in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. There is medicine for each of us in these stories, whether you've been personally diagnosed with cancer or not. Wildfire stories in general, but especially the ones you'll hear from Igniting the Fire Within, are stories of transformation. Our storytellers experienced a shift in perspective as a result of something that happened to them. And the cancer diagnosis was not the thing that happened, or it wasn't the only thing. The cancer diagnosis was merely the catalyst for later changes that led our writers to understand deep truths about the world. Each one of them learned lessons that showed them what it is to live, not just survive, in the glare of cancer. We believe deeply that the stories that change us aren't so much about what happened as they are about what came next. And hearing those stories, true stories of transformation, that's what ignites the fire within each of us. A listener note before we dive in, cancer is a salty business and sometimes talking about it and the aftermath requires salty language. Listener discretion is advised. Today, I have the honor of reading on behalf of Danielle Thurston. Danielle passed away from metastatic breast cancer before we had a chance to record together. But I want to share her story with you. Danielle was a mother and a teacher. She was diagnosed at 33 with stage 2 breast cancer. And then, a few years later at 35, she was diagnosed with stage 4. The story I am going to read you today is called The Lemonade Date. It is a lot different to date someone and say, I had cancer, than I have cancer. I thought about this for a while as I was getting to know someone. How would I tell him? It was a conundrum. Not mention it in the beginning and upset him later on when I do, or tell him in the beginning before he even has a chance to get to know me. I did not want him to know me as cancer girl. I wanted him to know me as me. I decided I would let it come up organically. And when the opportunity presented itself, that is when I would say something. In the days leading up to us meeting for the first time, we talked a lot about all sorts of things. Really wonderful things. We began to let one another inside each other's head. That type of intimacy is far more meaningful than the physical variety, at least for me. During one of those talks, it just came up. I mustered up the courage and said, I had breast cancer two years ago. I did all of the treatment, chemotherapy, bilateral mastectomy, radiation, and recently I found out that the cancer has come back. Now it's in my lung. Every month I go to the hospital. I am on medicine for it to treat it chronically. It is an itty-bitty thing. Do you want to see it? And so before we even met, I sent him a picture of the malignant nodule in my lung with a circle drawn around it, an arrow pointing toward it, clear 
as day. I said, some girls send you underwear pics. I send you lung pics. If this didn't scare him off, I doubt anything would. I have cancer. It was, at its core, an exercise in self-preservation. I was terrified of becoming attached to someone who would walk away from me one day because of this stupid disease. I was terrified that someone would become attached to me and then resent me for not telling them sooner. I really liked him, and I didn't want to do that to him. Him does have a name, by the way. It's Josh. Not everyone can handle this kind of life. Cancer land scares people, and if Josh was one of those people, I would understand entirely. But I wanted to know from the beginning. I did not want anyone to get hurt. What would he say? I nervously awaited his response. Now, it was not just words. It was a picture in black and white. It's totally cool, he replied. I'm glad you didn't send underwear pics. And so, we continued to talk until it was time to meet a few days later. I proposed we meet in a park for our first date, an hour before sunset. I'll bring the lemonade. If that isn't too dull for you, I added. Josh said that wasn't dull at all. Actually, it sounded nice. We decided upon my bold suggestion that we have a somewhat irregular greeting at the park. We'd skip the formalities and without saying a word to one another, just kiss. I said I'd be wearing a yellow dress so he would know it was me. And so we got out of our cars, approached the path. We each said hello as a confirmation of sorts and kissed. We took each other's hand and started to walk along the wooded path as it began to rain. It was quiet, just us. As we stopped for lemonade under the pavilion, Josh pointed behind me and excitedly said, Look, it was a rainbow. And he leaned over and very gently kissed me. I had never been kissed under a rainbow before. We walked for quite a while. Frogs and fireflies and ducks danced around us soft rain and stars in the air. I loved the way his hands felt in mine. The very first day that I met Josh, I knew he was magic. Out of all of the dates I had been on, with cocktail dresses and French cafes and hookah lounges and Thai restaurants, that date was my favorite, the lemonade date. Cancer has taught me to have as many experiences as possible real, authentic experiences. I don't want to talk about whether or not the octopus is overcooked or the weather or about how I should adopt a pit bull because they are the best breed. I want to have honest conversations, even about the ugly stuff. I want to hear someone's crazy thoughts. I want to be held close in the rain. I want sweaty kisses. And most of all, I want lemonade dates, lots and lots of lemonade dates. Thank you, Danielle. I'm April Stearns, and you've been listening to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn. Check us out at wildfirecommunity.org to order your copy of the book so you can read along each week. You'll also find our magazine and storytelling workshops there. Big thanks to our producer, Bill Smith of Shoe Production, and our production assistant, Monica Haro. 
make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend, tell your mom, tell your oncologist. I mean, really, tell everyone you know. Or head into your podcast app and leave us a starred review to help others find their way to igniting their own fire within. Fire within.